and welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. I am so excited that you're over here with us today. Thank you for coming back and joining me time and time again. And if this is your first visit, then welcome to my podcast. I love having you here. The energy is awesome and we always get great feedback from our listeners. So again, if you have any feedback, do get in contact with me, natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk and let me know how you get on. Usually I have Lorenza with me, but I don't this week because she's in an expo in Cape Town. So it's just me that you've got to listen to, but I've got some really, really, really exciting things to go through. So I want to jump straight in with that. This month is September. Oh my gosh, where did the year go? I feel like it's flying by. I've got so many projects in the pipeline. Things are going really, really well. I'm excited about everything that we're doing, but oh my gosh, it is just gone so quickly. And this week, term starts for my master's students at the University College of Estate Management. So that's come around really quickly as well. We're really jumping in with that. Um, Members Club is expanding at a rate of knots. And that is so exciting. We've got some more guest speakers, people coming on board to help present the programs and packages. And I can't get enough of seeing how well people are doing. We've got people buying properties. I've got people coming back to me and saying they've got the confidence to go under offer on multiple properties. Now, it's really, really an awesome space to grow, learn, develop and get to network with other like minded people because it can be super, super difficult to get out to networking events all the time when you're working really hard. It now takes a lot more effort if you want to get finance or you want to find the perfect property. And so I appreciate that that's a lot of emails and you have to be behind your desk for a certain amount of time. So to be able to just hop online and talk to people who are in the same situation is invaluable. And it's something that I'm so passionate about creating and so passionate about just making properly awesome. So the Members Club is going fantastically well. And also the Property Investment Mastery Facebook group, which is free, and you can jump in there and you can chat with us and chat with me and let me know what's going on and the questions and everything that we've got going on over there is second to none. So if you just want an introduction to what I'm about and what NC Real Estate is about, my company, then jump in there, you'll get all of the information from us. So we've got all of this awesome stuff going on but we've got something bigger. This next stuff is huge. So what can you expect to see from NC Real Estate this month? Well, if you have a look at our Facebook ads, and I'm not gonna lie, we run Facebook ads. We do, that's where we get most of our traffic from and it works like a dream. So we've got our property portfolio expansion formula flowchart in circulation again. If you haven't got that yet, if it comes, through your Facebook feed, remember to click on it and download it. It is really, really helpful. It's all about what I've been doing with all the properties that I've managed and the clients that I've worked for and how we keep upscaling their portfolio. Seriously, if you want my secret success formula and what I do, jump on and click in there. Or if you can't see the ad, then head over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk and sign up up for our mailing list because that's a freebie that you get there as well. I've also got another free flowchart in circulation as well and that is how to manage your property portfolio in 15 minutes a day 
checklist. It's got invaluable tools, tips, tricks about how you can become more efficient and simply manage your property portfolio in 15 minutes a day. That leaves you with all the time you need to go out there and be doing everything else with your properties or go to work, have fun with your family, take up hobbies. It's super simple to go through. It will give you some great ideas and tips. And yes, it will also give you that time off you so deserve because as property investors, we have so much going on all the time. You'll see that from the rest of this podcast. So make sure you're downloading that. And again, that's only available through Facebook ads. So make sure you're catching that clicking on it, typing in your email address so that I can send that through to you. And finally, this is the most exciting thing that I've done and we've not done one of these before. But in the last week of this month, so from the 24th of September, we are going to do a Property Investment Mastery 7 Days to Success. So every single day, I am going to be launching a new video to send out to you, which will give you the exact tools you need, that walk through, step-by-step advice that you need to go out there and really live a property portfolio that aligns with your goals. You're building a life that you love here. So if that's of interest to you, watch this space. Seriously, watch this space. Head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk and sign up for my mailing list because I am going to give you the details over there. Seriously, this is exciting, it's huge, and it's free. I am literally giving you secrets here for free, which I would usually charge for, but because I want to make sure that everybody is getting the best from their property portfolio, I'm going to give you that seven steps to success for free and it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about it and then we're going to finish it off with a live webinar with me on the 2nd of October. So I know we're running about a month in advance but I want to make sure that you know about it so that you're ready for it to come out. So get excited. Right, so that's what's coming up. But today's podcast is all about 90-day valuation problems. And this is a bit of a story from me, and I wanted to come over here and explain it to you because not everything goes 100% right. In my property investment journey, not everything goes 100% right, that is for sure. I have been having serious problems with a property that I want to buy. And this property I'm going to be buying on bridging with an element of development finance alongside it and from there I'm gonna take buy the property do it up put it into a five bedroom HMO remortgage it and get all my cash back out things were going absolutely fine I had the bridging finance the development finance everything in place we've gone through the conveyancing process yes it had taken a bit longer than I thought so solicitors bills were getting slightly higher than I hoped But a problem arose the day that we were looking to exchange, the day we'd signed contracts, my business partner and I, and we were excited to get going and really start. And the bridging company changed the valuation that they were prepared to offer on. Seriously, they changed it at the 11th hour, almost going to deadline date. It was frustrating. And the reason for that is because the 90-day valuation 
was revised downwards to £110,000 and I wanted to borrow off of £138,000. That is the nightmare. Now, the valuers for the bridging company were absolutely happy with the fact that yes, 180 day valuation, fine, 138,000 pounds. But if for whatever reason, the bridging company needed to take control of the property, so actually implement their first charge over it, because for if I hadn't been able to pay it back or whatever, then the 90 day valuation, so three months to sell the property, they think that the bridging company would have only been able to get £110,000. This was a nightmare. It meant that actually they weren't going to be sending across the full amount that they said. It was £9,000 short. And I know you must be thinking, well, NC, you're an investor. You must be able to get £9,000 from somewhere. It's not the point. I, I can't just magic £9,000 out of thin air when all of my assets are always tied up. I allocate a certain amount of money to each deal that we're doing. In this case, I have £50,000 cash that we're putting into this deal. I don't have anything else at the moment, mainly because uh, I'm doing remortgages on other properties and I'm reletting other properties. I know I've got some works to be doing. I can't suddenly take £9,000 out of there, stall all of that and put it into a new deal. It doesn't work like that. Obviously, the seller was incredibly upset. They were upset. We've been in this deal for months trying to get it sorted and ironed out and find the right financing and make sure we're doing the right thing. But I was also upset. I've been working nine, ten hours a day trying to make sure that we were ready to go so that the minute we completed, we were right up there getting the property sorted, turned around and sorted out again. It just didn't happen like that this time. Now, that's not to say that I've stopped working on this property. But what I want you guys to learn from this is the fact that you need to be sure of what your lender's 90 day valuation is, because that is what they're going to base their lending off of. And yeah, okay, it might drop a little bit or it might change a little bit and it might not be so significant to you. But what happens if it is? So you need to make sure you get it right first time and double, triple, quadruple check with the bridging company. I didn't realise that they had downgraded the valuation until they, on the day that we were about to exchange, sent me through three completion statements with three different amounts that they were going to transfer to us because they were so unsure. And that uncertainty completely made me think, ah, there's no trust in this deal. How can I borrow money off of someone who's really not certain about what we're doing, what they're doing, making a decision? So at that point, I just pulled it. And yeah, it's not nice for anybody. It really isn't. We'd lost a little bit of money from all the valuation fees and the, and the mortgage lending fees that we'd put into that deal. But I couldn't go forward with it at the risk of not having the money at the end to pay for the whole property. In which case, we'd lose our deposit and the whole deal would just be an absolute nightmare. So that's what's happened. Going forward, I've started looking for more finance, which has been difficult because actually now going forward with the lower 90 day valuation, I know, by the way, let's put a pause in here that you could say, oh, go and get another valuation. You're a surveyor. Why not you go and value it yourself at 138,000? It just doesn't work like that. Everything has to be the valuer, the the valuers attributed to the bridging company have to go out and value it. So I can't value it myself.
Um, so now I'm trying to find bridging for the purchase price of the property, which I did. A small bridging company have said, actually, we'll lend to you at the £138,000, which has been brilliant. So we've got that lined up. And at the moment, I'm still searching for development finance. But I think my bank will actually lend that to us on a longer term period for three or four years, which we can use the profit rent to pay it off of. Now it's been an absolute nightmare, but one saving grace that I've always had is that I've kept records of everything. So every single thing that comes through to me, whether it's a breakdown of costs, the fees, I write it down and I make sure I've got it. And every time there's a revision to that, I do a new spreadsheet or a new document and I label it revision for whatever date it's come through. It is imperative that you do this because the other thing is is that throughout, throughout the course of a deal things can get lost in translation, they really can and that's one of the things that happened from my deal is that too many cooks, in this case too many cooks, the bridging company had an asset manager working with us, solicitor working with us, another person from the bridging company working with us we had three points of contact and none of them were talking to each other, which meant that at the point that we were about to exchange, not any of them knew whether we were going ahead or not. So it was difficult. You yourself, if you're putting yourself into a position where you're buying a property, make sure you know exactly what's going on at all times and who is doing what. And if you don't, you can ask the question. You really, really can. And let me tell you, if at any time you feel uncertain about what's going on or you feel like, oh my God, this isn't right. This is making me feel stressed out. They're putting difficult terms in that I don't know that works for me. Ah, stop. You're not forced to do anything. You really aren't. So you don't have to exchange if you're feeling uncomfortable. There are so many other routes you can go down. This was exactly what I did. I got to the stage and my business partner got to the stage as well where we just felt like, oh, this is making us feel uncomfortable. If not everybody knows what's going on, then how can we borrow from them? And so at that point, we decided to pull out from that bridging company and tell the seller the truth. It was really important to me that I'm always honest. I know at this point that lots of people would be like, oh, but what happens if they pull out of the deal? Well, you've got to give them that option. But I feel like sometimes honesty is the best policy because if they can understand what you're going through, and I laid it on the table and said, look, if you pull out of this deal, then you know ultimately we've lost quite a bit of money. So I would really appreciate if you hang in there with us. We've signed the documents to exchange. We just haven't exchanged yet and we'll go out and find new finance. I even gave them the valuation with the 90 day valuation, which showed the 110,000 pounds that it had been downgraded to rather than 138 that the seller is selling us to, it to us for. Now, it still doesn't mean that it's a bad deal. It's definitely not. I reckon that uh, the gross development value is somewhere between 245 to 260,000 pounds. So we're going to be making a lot of money on it anyway. It's just this final hurdle that we've got to get over. And I am still determined to do that. And I'm still working on it today. And I've got the help of quite a lot of awesome people around me. So I am going to get it done. The moral of this story, though, and the reason I wanted to come out here and tell you it is one, because even though... I am very good at property investment. I know what's going on. I've seen it from so many different angles. 
there's still situations that just happen for me, which sometimes you cannot help. You really cannot. And you shouldn't be beating yourself out, up about it. You should just have a look at the experience, see what you can learn from it and take it forward. So that's number one. Number two, always check your 90 day valuation and keep checking it. Keep making sure you know exactly what's going on with that and make sure that your bridging lender sends that through to you. That's number two. And number three, make sure you're keeping records of everything that's going on. If figures changed, write it down. Put the revisions in place and make sure that you've got those dates to hand so that if it ever gets challenged or someone goes, no, I didn't say that, you can just send them the documentation through. Yes, it might take five or 10 minutes longer to write that down, but it's really, really necessary so that you can keep on top of the deal. And the final point is honesty. If things aren't going as you planned or it's just getting a bit difficult, make sure that everybody's kept in the loop. It's so hard to keep a deal going and keep it afloat if not everybody is kind of playing or going off of the same information. So if you're honest with everybody, you let them know what's happening and you let them know what outcome you would like from it and what you are doing to make sure you can get that outcome, nine times out of 10, they are going to listen to you and help work with you. So I'll keep you updated about this deal and how it goes and whether we do actually manage to complete it. It's still slightly hanging in the balance, but I am going to continue working on it and making sure that we can push on through and try and get it done. I hope this has been helpful for you and I hope it's opened your eyes to the 90 day valuation and the problems that can arise because of it. Because if you're not buying your property for the 90 day valuation amount, you're going to find it tough to get good lending on it. So just make sure you're aware of that. Right, so that brings us to the end of the podcast for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you very much for coming across and listening to it and spending time with me and really, really just getting involved. And I hope, I hope that you get some great takeaways from it. I really, really do. If you have any questions, then email me natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk or if you want to visit the website, then head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk where you will find so much awesome stuff that I put out there to make sure that you guys are always building property portfolios that aligns with your goals. Have a lovely week, everybody, and I will catch up with you soon.